Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Someone at the door. Oh, hello, it's you. Welcome to Erskine Court. Actually, you'd be pleased to know, there's a new resident at Erskine Court this week at number six. Come on in, I'll tell you all about it. Let's go and see Linda. She's waiting for us. Namaste, listeners. Linda is here, everybody. Linda Pollock is here. How the flipping Ada are you? Well, I had a lovely little love. moment this morning. Go when on. I was lying in bed. Yes. And, it, and it, spring is in the air. Yeah. Uh, for those people who haven't bothered to pay for Patreon, it's probably almost autumn by the time it you is. got this. It's time to start the countdown to Christmas for you, tight <laughs> Not us. Not us. We've got it all to look forward to. Uh, what have you been doing in your life apart from lying around while the country's on its fucking knees <laughs> and all the normal people are trying to work? Do you know Go what on. it is? I've given up, man. I've just given up. Sometimes you, I've been battling for so long. I'm just absolutely shattered. So I haven't had a lie-in or, th- or three. Right. But I will get back on it as soon as I feel I feel up to it. Um, apart from that, what have I done? Bit more dancing. I'm getting quite good at it. Really? Yeah. In fact, in fact, there's a young fella there who, let's just say, we make very very sweet music together. In you terms of the dance. are joking. Yes, he's my very own Lord of the Dance. Not like Michael Flatley. Don't do that dancing. Nearly chip myself. Gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah I'm, I, so... Emilio, his name is. Oh, and he's a bit, little bit foreign and exotic. He is. He's just the way I like it. Oh. Tall, dark and handsome. Well, he's not very tall. Dark and handsome. Right, OK. And available, most of all. That's nice. You're not really an exotic... T- you're a bit... I mean, you're about exotic as spaghetti bolognese, To you? Emilio, though, I am. Well, I suppose, or an English rose. Exactly. An English rose! Um, can you tell me, apart from a love affair with this Emilio yeah. fella, what else has been going on in your life? Um, what else has been going on in my life? Oh, yeah. My, you know, I told you about my nieces. One yes. of them is of a theatrical bent, just right. like her Auntie Linda. You want to beat that out. Let's go on, <laughs> yes. And I was invited to a school performance, which right. is always tricky for an auntie because you think, oh, my bloody kids, why have I got to sit through it? But I yeah. went. Yes. Oh, and was I it found lovely? It, well, 
Yeah, it was. The kids enjoyed themselves, despite, I would say, the efforts of the teacher. What do you mean? She was one of them teachers who wanted to make it all about her. I'm surprised she didn't put on Josie's bloody coloured coat because she was absolutely all over that thing. And you just think, hey, isn't this supposed to be about the kids? What do you mean? She was on the stage. You know, she wasn't actually literally she was just, on the stage. She was insisting upon herself all the way through it. What do you mean? Smiling, set at the front, she making, did all, trying well, to... I'd arrived a little bit earlier to drop the kids off. Yes. And um, I heard her hair drying the kids in an Alex Ferguson changing room type oh, way. Oh, no, yes. really? So they all came out with their hair blown back. Hold on, what was the production? <laughs> what was the production? Joseph and his amazing technical dream. It's girl. red and orange and green and purple, you bastards! I told you I not told to you. be off book by yeah. now! Fine uh. example of a family man! Come on, fine example of a family man! And chassis, ball oh, change, God. turn, turn, turn. It was, it was like... Fame, fame costs, and here's where you start paying in sweat. <laughs> yeah, oh God. And That's you know, they're little kids. Yes, so, exactly. no, it's supposed to be fun. I think she's forgotten about it. Also, she'd insisted they'd not paid for the original soundtrack, right? What? So, what we had was, you know, like them old fashioned computer games you used to get where the music was like, boop, 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 boop. A little bit shit. I am no Jack Tinker. I'm no Baz Bamig boy, but you're right. <laughs> My review would be shit, one star. <laughs> now go on, it'll never run. <laughs> what they had a sort of um, Super Mario she'd style. She played it on like a Bon Tempe <laughs> organ from oh, 1982, God. and it sounded a lot like the demo. Really? Oh no! Oh, God. And she was using the um, uh, the drum filling a lot. And it was just, you know... Well... It was shoddy. But uh, the kids don't know, do they? They've got no bloody well, idea. they, they did know, because I think she was oh. taking out her frustrations at the subpar production that she'd made of it. Yeah. On them, like it was their fault. And do you know what was their fault? None of it. She should have made it fun. Yeah, oh. Do you know what I didn't like? When I used to go and see my brother's kids, you know, at in the school play... What I didn't like is, you know, you get one kid who's a massive show-off. Yeah. Who's allowed to dominate and says cute things and he sort of, you know, says adult things. Oh, and then what you do a thing at the end of term about the teachers and sort of, oh, isn't it lovely? Oh, it's so cute. The teachers are very bossy. <laughs> oh, the parents. That, let me tell you. Was that not you as a kid? Not, <laughs> no, I, I, was on, I, was, I was a marvel as a kid on the stage. No, but I mean... Um, I mean, they're not doing that at Eton, are they? I don't think so. They're not so. doing that at Eton. It's like, you know, they're actually doing something. They're actually working on plays yeah. or they're doing performance. They're not being cute and doing a funny dance. All the mum's going, oh, he's, oh he's, he's got a 100-watt smile and the personality yeah, to match this Here's phone. the thing about mums. Not all of them are thinking that. They're all... Everyone who's not his mum thinks, what a little shite. Why hasn't my kid not got a bigger part? Well, I don't know. A lot of the mums can be very... You know, women together, not the like... Horrible. Now, <laughs> oh, they're lovely. You know, uh, the other thing, just before we close this particular theatrical section, yes. one thing I found was, I don't know what cue, what key she decided to put this in, right? Yeah. But it was too high for all of them. And so yeah. they kept doing that thing where they'd start off, I look handsome, I look small, I am... And they have, have to take to go it down. down. An octave. So I, I came up with a rather funny joke in my mind that I couldn't tell anyone else. So I Here we to go. Tell it Good luck, now. everyone. Here we go. Good luck. Here comes the joke. Never mind any dream will do, more like any key will do. Thank you. I 
always have trouble. I mean, I've got quite, I don't know whether you notice, quite a high voice. Mm. And I've always had trouble getting down low with mm-hmm. the with the low, lower bass notes. But I tell you what I did, this is true, I learned this this week, this is absolutely true, that the human fart per decibel is louder than a trombone. It's unfortunate to find that out at my nephew's school concert, but there you are. <laughs> oh! <laughs> And the gags keep coming. <laughs> and the gags keep coming. Ladies and gentlemen, isn't it lovely to have her here? Oh. She is wonderful. Now, look, this is... As we all know, Linda is very, very cut off. Yeah. She's not very spiritual. Mm-hmm. Scientific. She's scientific. <laughs> Apparently. Fuck all about science. Do you remember... <laughs> that's it. Just chuck that down there. Uh, do you remember last week, Amanda Abington? Yes. She is from... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm remind myself. She's she a, was from Sherlock. Sherlock. And Mr. other Selfridge And other amazing productions. And she's in Unfriend yeah. at the Criterion in... Um, London's Fashionable West End with uh, Francis Barber. Francis Barber and Mark Gatiss directed it, who's very good despite the fact that he slagged off cheap, cheap, cheap. But we won't talk about that Channel 4's ill-fated comedy shop. It doesn't matter. Good luck to him. Cut off in its prime. Cut off in its prime, despite people like him having a pop. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Any... Amanda Abington told us a load of old horse shit about her kid talking to an imaginary friend. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's roll back a little bit. You won't believe this. And you, this shit you up during the week when I sent this (laughs) to you. did a bit. Right. Amanda Abington did this interview and talked about like a ghostly hand stroking her daughter, wasn't it? Yeah, it might have been a child. I've got an old lady. You there now? I'm there now. Anyway, when I, I, of course, send this off to my producer, Laurie, mm. and he came back to me and said, "What? what's this? What have you recorded on here? And I kid you not, this is absolutely no word of a lie. I've seen the email exchange. This is the email exchange. And he just says, "What? what what's this noise? What have you done here? I said, nothing about it. He said, well, this is very spooky because during this portion of the interview, there is a ghostly sound. Please have a listen to this. He woke up and said, where's the lady? And I said, what lady? Yeah. And he said, uh, a lady kissed me goodnight and said, welcome to the house. <laughs> oh, um, lovely. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, what do you make of that? And more to the point, what do you make of it? Me? I've been thinking about it a lot and it did take me by surprise, I must admit, when you sent it to me. Yeah. But there must be a natural explanation. Really? Myself. It's she, my explanation. She had a little puppy in the room, didn't she? I wonder whether the puppy oh, sneaked no, out as no. squeaker. <laughs> let's, have, let's have another listen. This is not a dog farting. This is an actual ghost. Listen. And uh, a lady kissed me goodnight and said, welcome to the house. <laughs> um, oh, lovely. <laughs> that is a ghost. Clear as day, that's a ghost. And you're talking to someone who does contact spirit. I do you know. Do what now? Contact spirit. I did contact spirit. That's how we say it in the profession. <laughs> if you want to contact spirit. Anyway, right, the point is, have another listen while Linda composes herself. Kissed me goodnight and said, welcome to the house. <laughs> um, oh, lovely. <laughs> um, oh, lovely. Yeah, that's a ghost. Okay, that's fine. that sorted then, isn't it? Right, okay. Well, anyway, if you want anyone else wants to get... Why didn't someone else send in any MP3 recordings... Of a ghost. It's almost you... as if 
I don't know. They don't exist. <laughs> don't listen to her. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on subscribing to this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, mm. we turn now to the wonderful uh, Take a Break Fate and Fortune magazine as we have Ghost Doctors Saved My Life. Can we have the spooky music, please, Linda? You can. This is by John O. Webster, who reckons he's 54. Daddy, the little girl scares me, my daughter Rihanna, too, told me. From all that she'd woken in the night saying a little blonde girl wearing a blue dress was in her room. But the only other child in our house was my son Harrison, four. Nearly cheated myself. I contacted a medium who told me the child was a spirit. This is a test, she told me. You can walk away or you can open the door to spirit and your life will change forever. Can I just say, mm. turn that off for a Go second. On. That's true of you, Linda. <laughs> that's, that's bloody well true of you. You can shut the door, you can open the spiritual door. How do, do I understand? open my spiritual door? Open your mind. Open your mind, don't be so cut off. Oh, I feel a bit told off. Right, so, music. <laughs> so I talked a little girl, persuading her to cross to the spirit world. After that, I trained as a spiritual worker, specialising in psychic surgery and removing negative attachments. We did say there are a variety of good evening classes, didn't we? Yes. That's one of them. Training to be a spiritual worker, specialising in psychic surgery. Then, in June 2022, I started having stomach pains. Tests revealed that lumps in my bowel... Ooh. Ooh, had caused such severe blockages, my bladder and bowel had fused. What Cheery, on earth has this. he been eating? Come on, the poor bloke! Don't make a joke. Sorry, everyone. Don't make a joke out of that. If, if you don't have surgery immediately, you will die. This has taken a turn, hasn't it? Yeah. A consultant told me. I was rushed to the theatre. No, not to the <laughs> theatre. Not to see. Joseph and his I was too I was if there's one thing if your bowel and your bladder has been fused you must go and see Mamma Mia quickly before it closes I was rushed to theatre not the theatre where my spleen and part of my bowel and bladder were removed the spleen they never mentioned that bad boy why do they trust actors to to remove a bowel and bladder just after the curtain call we'll do it right go on when I came round in intensive care I was in agony, hooked up to machines. The following day, I felt my spirit guide. Yes, here we go. Let's spin the wheel. What what kind of spirit guide do you think it's going to be? <laughs> You're correct. Native American shaman Whitehawk drew yeah. near. <clears throat> I found myself lying on a table in another operating theatre, this time an old-fashioned one. <sighs> the doors opened and three ghostly surgeons in green scrubs walked in. How do you know there were surgeons? They might have been dressed up. Well, he, he knows this. You right. listen to this. Followed by around 30 other spirits. Too many. Some of them were medical witch doctors with painted faces, Victorian doctors in black top hats, and some were ordinary-looking people. Can I just say, this is a bit like... We had something like this the other week, didn't we? <laughs> Jumping the shark. All these doctors... There's a, there's a surfeit of, of amateur doctors up there. It, far from this being a comfort to me, this would shit me up. A yes. lot of Victorians. I'm seeing ghosts. Am I dead? Yeah, but I mean, apart from anything, what do they know? <laughs> they would be putting leeches on you, wouldn't they? They didn't know anything about well, a bladder you know fused what, together. You know how the Stuarts used to revive people? Turn the music off, just a second. What? True fact. Stuart doctors, how they would revive Stuart you? Stuart doctors. In the Stuart times. Oh, yes, go on. Smoke up your ass. They would literally, that's where that expression comes from. What, they would blow fact? smoke. Can I bomb a fact? Up your... Go on, what? <laughs> yeah. 
They would get bellows, arse bellows. What kind of smoke? Tobacco. Because tobacco had just been bought, brought from the new world. And they thought it had, you know, because of the shaman over there, they thought it had medicinal, mystical properties. Really? So they used to pump it up your jack. Say, if they pulled you out of the river, oh, how are we going to get him to breathe again? Pass me the bellows! Really? Can, can you get, pass me the 20 Lambert and Butler? <laughs> get... But I suppose there's nothing that's going to bring you around if you're on the verge. <laughs> there's something being shoved up your jacksy out of the blue. I dare say, you know, I mean, if you are out with a young lady and you don't want breathing all your fags smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Many a time, I, back in the days when you could smoke, I thought, I fancy a fag. If I know I can pop it up my bomb. <laughs> Do you want a drink, love? Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna step outside for a fag. What are you doing? Why have you pulled those down? I'm doing Stuart medicine. <laughs> Stuart medicine. I'm just finishing off this fag. Anyway, right. Anyway, yeah, but is that what they did? Blowing smoke yeah. out your ass. Look it up, seriously. No, true. I don't want to look that up, for fuck's sake. <laughs> anyway, the certain music playing. It'd be a vape now, wouldn't it? The... <laughs> Much more healthy up your anus. No, but people do say that, don't they? <laughs> don't they? That it's it is can be quite bad for you. Whether it's similarly as bad for you up your uh, aris, I don't know. What Only do one think? way to find out, Clinton. Christ. Well, we'll for find science. It. For science, we'll be doing that next week, and the, the photos will be available on Patreon. <laughs> the, can we have the spooky music, please? The surgeons put their hands towards my stomach. The next thing I knew, I was back in my bed in a modern-day hospital. The same thing happened the next day and the one after. On the fourth day after, after the operation, Whitehawk appeared. I'm taking... How do they speak, Red Indians? Don't. Oh, no, I'd say Red Indians, I, I'm begging you. No, don't no, do the voice. No, don't get... I don't want to get cancelled. I'm taking you to the great spirit, he told me. Did he mean I was going to die? Together we rose through the clouds into bright blue skies. I felt waves of warm, peaceful energy pulsing through me. That could have been a, the silk cutlet shoved up his arm. Then, shite talk whispered, <laughs> I'm taking you back. <laughs> Again, I found myself back in my hospital bed. After that, I made such a speedy recovery. Medics were amazed. Ten days later, I was at home near Bath, Somerset. It turned out my medium and healer friends had sent their spirit guides, AI, you see, to help me when I was ill. Wait, what? he was in hospital. Do you not think that that might have been a factor? Yes, but friends and healers yeah. had been sending their spirit guides. But the actual medicine as well, though, was working. Well, there we Yes, OK, OK. But all I'm saying is that those... A variety of people brought a number of skills from their time yeah. to help. OK. Right. Months later, my wife Louise told me I nearly died during the operation when I hemorrhaged. I have no doubt White Hawk stepped in to protect me as well. The medium was right all those years ago when she told me embracing my spirituality would change my life. And I'm pretty sure it saved it too. Lovely. Well, there we are, you see. That is someone who firmly believes... You know, who's to say? You're very... You're, you know, you're about as spiritual as a fucking glade meadow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thanks. Uh, you know, one of the, uh, an ounce of herbal tea is about as, as spiritual as you get, new oh. wave. Right. No. Do you recall Paranormal Research York? Do you remember yeah, them? you called Cle them the York Hunt. 
Yes, sort of as a joke, really. Cla Claire and Kevin. Yeah. Last week, I went... I did invite you, but you didn't want I to... I was busy. Busy. Last week, I went to York to meet them and their team in order to film Mystic Hunt uh, <laughs> Episode 3. Now, you're going to love that. It's... it's You know, we did the, the previous two, and yeah. that's going to be on video. It's a video. It'll be on Patreon. You people can see it first. Not you people who haven't put your hand in your pocket. You, it'll be long out by now. And you can have it there forever. If not, you will have to wait. It's been edited this week. Some spooky stuff did happen. And I'm going to put some photos on Patreon. Here are some of the highlights coming up. We met at a very spooky... Highlights is the word. We met at some very spooky Fairfield Manor Hotel just outside York. I've got to say, when I say spooky, half of it is like old, yeah. oldie, worldy. And the other half is a mercure hotel. I mean, right. it's... It's like Alan Partridge Travel Tavern, one half of it. But the old bit is spooky, right. all right? And I started off by getting the Paranormal Research York to introduce themselves one by one. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Claire, Avril, Ellie, Yvonne, Kevin, Alan. Right. That, those are the people here tonight. One, two, three, four, five, six. Kevin, if I can turn to you, what sort of thing can we expect to experience tonight? This is Fairfield Manor we do on a regular basis, and this is one of our darkest venues, which is why we invited you here. Very, very good. What sort... Are there different rooms with different ghosts, would you say? Yes. This, was, this is probably the darkest room that we're in. As in, it looks quite dark, but it's the oldest part of the room as well. Yeah. Um, right. Staff don't like coming in here. Books get moved off the shelves. This is the... If you remember on the podcast we were with you, 
Yeah. Well, we had the planchette that moved. That is where the block says, uh, Matt, fucking God. That's the one. Yeah. Where's he? Th that was on that table. It was that table where the planchette moved. Yeah. And, um, and, and what, who do you think is in here? There's um, quite a few in here, actually. There's, uh, this used to be a stud farm, so it was somebody's office. And the, um, the guy who's, whose office it is, is here. Also the matron's office from when it was a sanatorium. Mm -hmm. um, and very, very, quite a few others as well. How frightening is it? For some of you others here, I'm going to this lady, his name is Yvonne, isn't it? Yvonne, almost immediately looking quite scared. Is that because I'm bearing over you or you've seen something behind me? No, it's you, but, uh, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> non-taken, don't matter. And tell me, my love, what have you seen in this room before? Um, not seen, but we used the Ouija board and had uh, a fair few answers from questions that we'd asked. Spirit box, you get answers with in here for definite. So it's quite interesting. When they said come to Fairfield Manor, did you think, oh, no, that's, that's nerve-wracking? Or did you get excited about that? No, I like this place. Because okay. it's dark. What is it now? You're speak, speaking of the converted, but what is it about the supernatural that you like so particularly? Knowing that there's more than just this. Exactly. Yeah. Knowing there's more than just a Mercure hotel here that yeah. sells rather overpriced sandwiches plus <laughs> a fiver cover charge to send it to the room, for example. Ouch. Ham and coarse grey mustard on malted brown bread. Seven quid. Twelve pounds with a cover charge, with some rather wilted salad. Let's move on to Claire. Wouldn't it be awful if one of you was actually a ghost and you've got me on false pretenses? Can I pinch you? Yeah. <laughs> Does that hurt? Yeah, no. Oh, right. I can feel it. No, yeah, she's, she's alive. <laughs> Alan, tell me... Do you believe in ghosts? No. Oh, so we do have a cynic here. A massive one, actually. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, we'll have to well, put pay to that, won't we? Definitely. Right, well, Alan, tonight could be the night that you the, the, the scales fall from your eyes and you actually believe something. I hope so, yeah. I hope I get touched. Well, that can be arranged, but apart from that... What do you hope, what will convince you of the spirit world tonight? If a ghost comes up to me and says, I'm real and there's an afterlife. I don't know, probably something like that. That's quite, good, it's good though, isn't it? I'm real and there is an afterlife. That would be convincing. Not stuff where things like happen, moving stuff. Yeah. You've got to see it. I can't be, someone could be pulling a string somewhere. Has anyone pulled a string in this room? <laughs> no, pulled a hamstring. Everyone's a comedian. Thanks, Kevin. All right, well, listen, join us in a minute when we're going to start getting spooky. Well, what do you make of that then, Linda Pollock? I Thank think you. You were bound to see something with that dynamic troupe. If a ghost comes up to me and says, I'm real. Um, one of them did not seem to be a believer at all. I no, Alan, Alan was not a believer. And yeah. in a minute, I'll take you back to more stuff that that Alan said. I mean, he has got a good point, hasn't he? Someone could be pulling a string somewhere. If a ghost comes up to me and says, I'm real. 
then he will believe. They want to see something. They want hard proof is what they want. They want hard proof. Yeah. And not just it being a string pulling, you know, someone pulling They're a right string. They write about strings. It could be someone pulling it a could string. Be. I was there. There were no strings going on. Right. Someone could be pulling a string somewhere. So what, what was there it... a psychic in there? You know, because usually I've been on these things before I'm... and there's usually people with powers. Yes, I'm coming to that. That was Kevin. It was Kevin who was the psychic and he will tell us what was in the room. What would it take you? Mm. Well, I mean, we've heard from Alan there and he just needs a ghost to come up and, and you know, say it's fairly re- basic with him, yes. What, what would you need? Would you need a ghost to say, look, I'm real? Um, what I, would you need? I would need... I would need to see it with my own eyes. They wouldn't. I'm not going to tell you the form of words that I would expect them to make because I'd be able to tell if they were a ghost or would, not. Would you want to touch one? Would it have to touch you? Would you have to? I don't ask want it anyone questions? touching me without no. permission. No. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. And that. And, and let it just be said, people. Even in the ghost world, please ask permission, guys. Yeah. You know. I know you're old-fashioned. I know things were different in your day, etc. Et yeah. Cetera. That's right, you guys. If you're out there, things were different in those nowadays. It's consent. A little thing called consent. You me, I will give you a karate chop to the windpipe. She will do it. And, la- and <laughs> ladies do that nowadays, all right? I know they didn't in the old days. I know it was all curtsying and crinolines and that, but nowadays, fucking hell. Yeah. They're like blokes nowadays, the women, if you're listening, ghosts out there. Right. That's oh. not popular view. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but what would we see at the hotel? You're right. Kevin does have a gift. Have a listen to this. I want to ask, first of all, in, in the opinion of the group, who is the person with the very strong antenna, antennae, for picking up spirit? Who would you... Kevin. Kevin, Kevin is here. Well, <laughs> the obvious question, Kevin, is, is there anything in the room with us now? There is, yeah. There is? There is, yeah. What, um, what, what, is, what is in the room with us, please, Kevin? Because I'm picking up something. Are you? Yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah, I would hope you would. Yeah. But there it's is... a gentleman, ge- isn't it? It is a gentleman, yes. Yes, yes. And he's... Uh, from the Stud Farm era. He's from the Stud Farm era? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When this this was his office. And right. he's, uh, he takes a dim view of paranormal investigators. Flipping heck, he does as well. Well, I take a fairly dim view of getting horse semen, uh, you know, dealing <laughs> with that all day. If you're in here with your jars of horse spunk, I mean, it's, you know, at least we're trying to do something with our lives. Right, sorry, carry on. No, no, he's fine. He's uh, he takes a very dim view of things like that. Oh, and, Christ! Uh, now you tell me. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? His name is Robert. Only joking, Robert. Cheer up. He doesn't cheer up. We've tried he doesn't. that before. <laughs> Robert, it's the twenty-first century now, mate. Yeah, but uh, no, he doesn't. Yeah. He, he doesn't, and uh, he, he doesn't like us messing about in here. It's his room, and he's if we if we ever disrespectful, he, he doesn't like that. From the police, by the sounds of police, yeah, yeah. Bloody hell! But um, one of the things that that happens to me is when, if spirit want to work, yeah. I, I yawn. You they, yawn. They make me yawn, and I've already started yawning, so they're already here. All oh, right. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing because of you. Oh, God, yeah. I <laughs> so mean, I do feel something. I sometimes feel a terrible shudder all the way down my back. Right under my anus, not around my ball bag, and that mm. is happening almost immediately now. Yeah, I call it divining, because yeah. it feels divine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm just trying to keep things light for everyone. Do you understand? The hairs are standing up on the back of my nuts. Anyway, the thing is, the thing is, he's st- I can't he stood behind you. Fuck, <laughs> Robert. Right, okay. You're in his spot. 
I'm in his spot. All right, sit down then. Sit down. I was only sitting next to you, Kevin. You sit ne- down next to him. Okay, I'm going to sign off now and we're going to come back with some spooky in a minute. As you say, Linda, Alan was a bit down on things. Yes. You picked that up. He He's not a believer. Mm. And... Not long after we started the whole thing, I started to get a headache and it was Alan who showed a bit of an interest in that. Did he? Yeah. Now, there is a dissenter in the ranks in the shape of Alan. Alan, what was your question just now? What would happen if you stood in the corner there next to Kevin? What Would I get an headache? Would you get a headache? Because I've got a slight headache and that's what happens. If you are receptive to these things, that is what happened. And uh, what were you, Kev? Do you think that what, I mean, if someone like Alan who doesn't believe, what um, what what's the result of that exactly? It, it can bring the the vibe down in the room, the the, the mood, well, it has the, a the mood down. Lot, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but it, it it can do that. It's if you get a strong skeptic, yeah. um, because it just I don't, we don't mind skeptics, open-minded skeptics, all for that. And yeah. we've we've had quite a few skeptics on our. That's events. annoying, though, isn't it? They're just coming and going, this is loud of balance, like Alan here. Yeah, like Alan, yeah. But he, he keeps us all grounded, so it's, um, Alan, he, he makes us work. Alan, stop me yeah. from getting too technical. Why don't you fuck off, Alan? Because <laughs> I want to be a believer. He wants to be a believer. And a believer. He wants to be a believer. I'll, I'll take a headache for a, to be told that there's an afterlife. OK, fair enough. Give, okay. an headache. Give me an headache. Well, we're going to see just how far Alan... Alan, go and sit over there in Robert's chair, you miserable bastard. Right. Alan... Alan's sat in the chair now. Suddenly needs some lemsip. He needs some... Yeah, exactly. Right, OK, more in a minute. So, there we have it. Paranormal Research York. What's it going to take? Hey, Alan? Hmm? If a ghost comes up to me and says, I'm real. From the wonderful magazine, we do so love Fate and Fortune. My psychic journey. Look who's talking. Music, please. I loved being a midwife, but I never dreamt I'd be able to connect with babies in spirit and even hear them speak. This is the testimony of Alison Shalo, 52. Can I just say, yes, you're right. This woman, I think, claims to speak to newborn babies. Yeah. As I sat surrounded by a circle of women and babies, I began to share my fail-safe breastfeeding techniques. Can I stop you there? Yes, yeah, stop no the such thing. What, fail-safe breastfeeding technique? No, exactly. I what, mean, because everyone... Every... Sometimes you can get it in, but will they feed? No. Sometimes you're pumping out water. Sometimes you can't do it. So right. don't tell me that if it's not working... You're not trying hard well, enough. Well, Alison Shalo, she speaks to babies, so that I'm sure she wouldn't have too much trouble flopping the tit out and getting a baby to suck on it. I don't think it's just that, though. I think you have to have had the baby. Sorry to diminish the... <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry. To diminish the miracle of feeding your newborn child. I will delete that later. I was a midwife of 25 years and conducted regular classes for new mothers who were struggling with feeding. But just after I sent the women off to practice... Well, that's what they do. I've, I've heard of this. Yeah. I heard a peculiar voice unlike anything I have ever heard. Can you help my mum? It said... I don't like it when she puts me down. What, like saying, you're small, you've got no teeth. <laughs> you can't even suck on this. <laughs> I stopped dead in my tracks. 
It sounded like a baby's voice, but it couldn't be. Even this is too far-fetched for me, right? I'm sorry. The babies in that room were just weeks old, and there was no way they could talk. Someone could be pulling a string somewhere. Thinking I was going mad, I tried to move on and ignore it, but the following week I heard it once again. I want my mum to pick me up more. Another voice told me it sounds like Orville. I couldn't make sense of it. I'd never been one for the spiritual or psychic and had never experienced anything of the sort. However, there was no other explanation for it. The babies were clearly trying to communicate with me. When they continued to reach out over the next few weeks, I finally made up my mind. There was obviously a reason they wanted to talk and I knew I had to listen. So I began to take the baby's requests on board. <laughs> I wish I could fly. <laughs> when I was sitting with the mothers, I tried to focus and come into my heart. I tried to focus and come into my heart centre. It's okay. Your mum's here, it's Keith Harris, and get the help she needs. I comfort the baby in mind. Then I turn to the mum and relay the baby's messages. I'm shy. You're not. <laughs> I am, I'm shy. I hate that duck. I hate that duck. Yeah, I hate that duck. <laughs> Some babies just don't like being put down, I'd sometimes say, adding, I'd make the suggestion to hold her more. And before long, the results spoke for themselves. Still... I couldn't help feeling freaked out by this new gift I seemed to have discovered. I told my husband, Andreas, everything. After listening, he said, Hmm, it's a bit weird, but if it helps the mums and babies, that's the main thing. So I, I don't can... believe anyone would say that. <laughs> oh, you know, that's, uh, you know, Andreas. <laughs> the mum and the baby, that's the main thing. <laughs> Sorry. So I continued using the spirit baby's messages to aid me in my work. When I was attending births, they'd even communicate me with, with me from the womb. Of course they would. One day, a lady was in labour when I heard her baby say, She needs to... Hold on. She needs to lift and bend her right leg so I can get out easier. What, that so is ridiculous. She's got spatial awareness yeah. and knows and the, so, the, <laughs> knows the a lot biology of, of a human body. <laughs> Very much so. Very much so. <laughs> I relayed the message and it worked perfectly. But just as I got over the initial shock of it all, a few months later, things took an even stranger turn when I got the unshakable feeling I should be doing Reiki. I trained up and began practising, but while I'd have clients on the Reiki table, I'd hear voices of people I didn't recognise. What is that baby doing? It creeped me out at first, but eventually I summoned the courage to share what I was hearing. I described the person and the message, and it quickly became clear that people's dead relatives were communicating she through me. She does the whole gamut. The oldies, the young, the tiny yes. babies. It was too much to take in. Just months before, I'd never experienced anything like it. It made me reevaluate everything, and I considered switching jobs to a more end-of-life care role, thinking it was a sign. Then one day, I met a lady who was a psychic medium, and she invited me to attend her psychic development class. It seemed like a safe place, so the next evening I went, and the extent of my abilities quickly became apparent. I kept coming back, and over the next few years, I slowly built up my skills. Now, five years later, I'm still a midwife, but I'm focusing on my work as a spirit baby intuitive and supporting women 
spiritually on their conception and pregnancy journeys. Oh, conception? Hold on, hold on. Yeah. how do you support a woman in her conception? What's <laughs> you that? need to bend your right <laughs> hold leg. Hold on to her. Well, she's, yeah, similar to that one. Get your right leg up and see if you can... Similar, similar sort of thing, isn't it? Out of the last 18 months, I've been seeing paid clients over video call where I channel the emotional energy of their baby either before conception... How does she do that? Whisper into a man's ball bag. <laughs> come out! Can I come just, out! Can I just say, if you're Go struggling on. to conceive, I'm not sure this is massively helpful. No. Oh, I'm talking to you, baby. It's definitely going to happen. No, that's right. How does she do... I mean, she literally watches calling to the heavens. She's talking to baby. Have you seen Boss Baby? No. Right. Boss Baby's a cartoon about all the babies are all up there in the ether right. waiting and, to be born. And she's coaxing them down. By the sounds of it, yeah. Christ. Uh <laughs> If they're struggling to conceive, I can help guide them on the things they need to change or heal in their current lives to allow room for the baby to come. Someone could be pulling a string somewhere. It's such a special and rewarding work and seeing the comfort the women get from it makes it all worthwhile. I've recently really... I've recently released Baby Talk To Me, a book all about a woman's journey to motherhood and my own spiritual awakening. It looks at all the aspects of conception, pregnancy, birth, <laughs> loss and early mothering from the perspective of the spirit baby. I've seen a number of publications about the early aspects of conception. Uh, I've never imagined I'd be where I am now, but I know the spirit babies came to me for a reason and for that I'm nothing but grateful. I don't believe that one. That one's a little bit far-fetched. And I, I grant you that, Linda. Yeah. I, there are certain things in that magazine I don't believe. This I'm, is the first time I think we've hit a, bar- a boundary with that. What is the... But as, as we, Just getting back to the babies speaking, yeah. what are they going to tell well, you? I apparently mean, they're more worldly than we realise. This one is an absolute expert yes. on, on, on delivery. Because the babies I've hung out with, yeah. I can only imagine... A very limited... Vocabulary. It's a list of needs, Absolutely. really. They've shat themselves yeah. or they're hungry. And shat me, say. When I come in. And do you know what? I don't need a psychic to tell me when a baby shat itself. <laughs> Too bloody right. Sometimes they fart like an old man, don't they? Babies? Yeah, like a really... Me, like a, 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 a growly vocal fart. Right. Big announcement, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll gloss over that bit. Big announcement. There's a new resident in oh. flat number six oh, here. Oh, exciting. You didn't yes, tell me. Yes, at Erskine Court. Yeah. Uh, I thought I'd make myself known this week. You know, give them a cup of sugar or whatever. Be like a little bit of milk and tea bag. And have a bit of a nose around. Have a little bit of a nose around. See who it is. Anyway, have a listen to this. Someone new in these flats. Hello, Clinton. What are you What are you doing here, Ruth? I've moved in, Clinton. I live here. You've moved in here to number six. Yeah. Why have you moved into my flats? Because I wanted to, Clinton. I live here alone, above you. No, listen. No, hold on, Ruth. Come on. Who's paying your rent, Ruth? My mum and dad are paying yeah. my rent. Look, would would you like to see? I've seen this flat before. I've seen the flat before. There was a Mrs. Stewart who lived here before. 
Yeah, of her she own. doesn't want to live there here anymore. She no, moved she, out. Well, she died actually, so that's why there's no one living here. Ruth, please come on. Look, you just have to keep away from me. I'm very, very busy. I can't deal with you. I thought you were safe at your mum and dad's house. No, I live here now, Clinton, very close to you, so we can meet up every day. I'm very busy doing the podcast. But I can make you cups of tea during the podcast, can't I? I've got Linda to do that. I don't need you, thank you. She's a bitch. No, she's not a bitch. She's nasty. No, she's not nasty. She's very, very good, Ruth. She's really nasty. She doesn't like you, she told me. She's very efficient and we work very well together, thank you. No, she smells. She stinks and she's got three tits. Excuse me, she hasn't... She's got three tits. I've only got two normal. She's got three. No, she's very nice and she's very helpful. And she she certainly wouldn't turn on me like you have. She eats, she eats really, like, loads and loads of sausages all at once. She doesn't eat sausage. What are you talking about? She like she has loads all at once. It's disgusting. She has like a pile of forty sausages. Sausages, yeah. All right. She well, has, I've seen her with them hanging out of her mouth and like old fish out of the bin. She eats old fish out of the bin. No. I've seen her take it out of the bin and eat it. No. And I've seen her walking around with bones and the the fish's skin like hanging out of her mouth. She Did looks she's... just it's disgusting. Right, I haven't got time for this. She doesn't eat sausages and old fish, all right? She eats 40 sausages in one sitting, I've seen her. No, she doesn't eat sausages. And she doesn't put deodorant on, and she's got three tits. This is, this is scurrilous, it's libelous, and it's not very bloody pleasant, all right? Well, she's not very pleasant. Right, I, I, I can't speak to you in these flats. Ruth, can you just shut... Please just keep away from me because I'm very busy. Thank you. Yes. Oh, blimey. I'm so sorry you had to hear that, Linda. I'm going to just try and keep away from her, the silly cow. Your <laughs> problems now, ladies Speaking gentlemen. of which. Talking of which. Can I just say, nobody... Please, why don't you send in your bloody problems? It's as if you don't trust us. Come on. I've always hated the idea of going skiing. This is from Fate and Fortune. Okay. In fact, it is bordering on a phobia. I think this is a, what's his name, the psychic barber. What's his name? Oh, great. Um, is it Graham Gordon? Graham. Graham Gordon or something. <laughs> anyway, however, my new boyfriend goes every year skiing without fail with his group of mates and their partners. He really wants me to go with them this June. So much so that he's even offered to pay for me. I can't stop feeling like I'm going to make a fool of myself. And the thought of going down the slope brings me out in a cold sweat, sounds like Gwyneth Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, God! (laughs) Did you see that? (laughs) Hold on! Come on, what? Did you see the little romance going on? What, Gwyneth Paltrow? That was the prosecution's lawyer. And her? Chatting her up, yeah. It was all like, "Mm, I bet you've got a nice ski suit, haven't you? Yeah, I knew you would have. Right. You're quite tall, aren't you? Yeah. But those, nice. I those, wish I was as tall as you. Those people who have not paid for Patreon will say, God, that's, that was absolutely ages ago. Your fault. Your fault. We're right in the middle of it. We're nuts deep in that case here. 
the thought of going down a slope brings me out in a cold sweat. Is it time to face my fear? Or should I stick to my guns? Or should I go down the hill, knock a poor old man over, then <laughs> refuse to pay him any compensation? Right. That's Laura, 33, London. Right, go on. Tuning into this situation, I see you've had your fair share of rotten boyfriends in the past, Laura. You're bringing some of this negativity into your new relationship, but this guy's a keeper and you can trust him. Take the leap and go on the trip. Yeah. The group you're going with will be a right laugh mm. and I've no doubt you'll have a wonderful time whether you take to the slopes or just enjoy the après ski life. Going on this break will mean a lot to your fella too and will take your relationship to the next level. All there's left to say is <laughs> bon voyage. Now, so in other words, completely ignoring the fact that the woman is terrified. Do, yeah, that's what I think. And do you think, I mean, I don't know, I'm a bit snobby about skiing. Go on. He wants to, yeah, I wanted to go with all the guys. Yeah, There's the a girls. really great bunch of people going on the, uh, the skiing. You'll love it, Laura. Come on. I'll pay for you. What's pay, the problem? Come on. What, look, why do you always do this to me? Jake's going. Justin's going. John T's going. John T's going. Greg's going. Seb's going. And all the girls are going. All the girls going. Sarah, Francesca, uh, Claudia. I'm trying to think of those kind Juliet. Of Juliet is going. Uh, Monty, Fonty and Bunty are going. <laughs> you know, I mean, have you ever actually, been... Actually, they sound like a fun crowd. <laughs> they do, actually, don't they? I'm not sure about Monty. But listen, <laughs> tell me about... Have you ever been on a holiday with those kind of fucking ghastly people? I've only ever been on holiday with another couple once and we had a right laugh. Oh, um, yeah. But we, we were very young and right. there was a lot of booze involved. And I think that always helps in a small, confined living environment. I've got a vision of you there now, a lot of people involved in, in a sort of ski ranch like last Christmas with Wham. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. Oh, friends with... And your soul and I. This sounds like the karaoke version of... Do you recognise me? Hey, it's funny. It doesn't surprise me. So they were nice bunch, They were a nice bunch. They weren't and I knew the graduates. No, no, no. We, it was Jason and Becky. I don't know Monty and Fonte. No, no. We went. I've been on. Well, I've told you the story when I went to San Antonio in Ibiza with my friend Paul. We've done it on this podcast, right. and uh, he'll forgive me for San time. Antonio's quite nipply, isn't it? Oh, it's a shit. Everyone's on. got their nipples like oh, all the time. They walk him out in town. I think you should have a top on. This is in Ibiza, San Antonio, yeah. which is the arse end. It's not even Ibiza town. It's none of the nice oh, places. No. It's the real Union Jacks on the uh... babies. Babies. Yeah, even the babies have got tattoos, haven't they? Oh yeah, and, they, and if you were that psychic lady, some of the babies around there are like, Ugh. we're all English. We're all English. Get the paints in. Ooh. Speak English, Jose. Yeah, speak English, fucking Jose. Anyway, so we went there and I would have, we had two weeks there. After the first week, I would have paid any money to go, to go. home. I just hated it. And um, he used, I've told you this before, he used to stay up really late because there was a Jack the Ripper who used to get on the uh, podiums in the phone parties. And about four in the morning when she finished her shift, <laughs> he'd still be waiting for her where he'd take her out and buy her breakfast at four or five in the morning. Yeah. And he'd always come, and I'd gone to bed by this time, and he'd come in, holding his wallet out in tears going I've done it again why am I so stupid 
you know. But anyway, so we did that. That was a pretty terrible holiday yeah. we did have. I don't really go on on the deal with other people very much, to be honest. But I like it the way I like it, and other people get in the way, don't they? I always have a holiday enemy, though, and you could usually pick them out oh, from the yeah. plane. Oh, crap. And then you're all on the bus going, you better not be in my hotel. Yeah, that's right. You better not be in my And they're in your hotel. Sure enough, they're yeah. there slapping on the ombre solaire next to you. Loudly. Oh, loudly. So anyway, I don't think that's a good thing. I think, you you know, to waste your holiday, Laura, 33 London, if you're listening, and I know she does, please just have a think about it because it's also very expensive to go skiing. Why is he ignoring your feelings? Well, that's it. They, I see, that took a lady to say that. Why is he ignoring your feelings? Yeah, it's not about paying for... You can't pay them away, mate. No, that's right, exactly. And I think you'll live to regret that, yeah. my love. Here we go. Why aren't these psychics any good? This is also... <laughs> I used to love going for a psychic reading, but all the psychics I've been seeing the last couple of years have been absolutely dreadful. I can't seem to find a single person, should have come to me, yeah. who can answer my questions or say anything that rings true or feels relevant. It's so disappointing. Do you think I'm doing something wrong or are there really not that many good ones around, Carla, 64 Winchester? Well, obviously, she's going to the wrong people and she should have come straight to Mr Baptiste. Well, yeah, there's a long, boring answer there, but can I just say, on that subject, here's a very spooky interview that we were talking about psychics and clairvoyancy this weekend, because as well as going to York, I did a gig in a right shit, in a really lovely place up in the northeast on the coast. This is Gary and Danny from the podcast What's Happening? (laughs) I'm here with Danny Davies and Gary Highland. Uh, and James Kilvington, actually, and we're doing... Well, we do, I'm doing my psychic readings at uh, States... What's this shit? What's this place? What's this place? What's this place called? Sorry. States Athletic Club. States Athletic Club. With the least athletic-looking <laughs> There's never been one athlete in this fucking place. Say <laughs> that. Right, well, here I am with the fellas. No disrespect to anyone listening. They won't be listening. Uh, <laughs> They don't have the internet up here. Anyway, the point is, that's plain nasty, isn't it? The moment I get on stage, I'm going to pay for that. I'm here with Danny. How are we doing? Oh, all right, Danny. It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, well, I don't know what we do. It's not, it's not that great, but it's nice no, to it's meet not, you. Really anyway, this is the thing. These lads are from the What's Happening. What's Happening podcast. What's Happening podcast. That's, that's a boys. Do you, any of you people, it's not, it's not particularly spiritual as such. However, these fellas are massive believers in the supernatural. And Danny here has got something... And in a minute, we're going to come to Gary. He's got something rather scurrilous to say and potentially libelous. I've got the feeling. So we're going to see how that goes. But in the meantime, here's Danny. So when I was about 10, my dad used to own a business um, where he used to repair and then resell Land Rovers. And the unit where he had the business... Yeah. It was a very, very haunted building. It was a very old unit. And there was one day I went into the back where the big stock shelves were. Right. And the dog we had at the, at the time, Barney, yeah. lovely yeah. dog, Labrador, cross from the gym. Love it, sounds delightful. You'd have loved them. Yeah. Um, I went into the back room and the dog started growling. And as I've looked up, at the very back of the room Go on. was a shadow, like an outline of a, of a, of a person. Right. Not like against the wall, it was stood in the middle of the aisle. Completely solid completely, or translucent It was, it was there, it was just looked yeah. like a shadow, but it was in the middle of the aisle, the same way I'm studying now, not against the wall. Got it. And as the dogs barked and ran, it just vanished. Right in front of me. Right. 
Were you frightened? Did you think it was a burglar? I mean, I'm not being funny, but any business that takes... What, what, how did you describe it? Takes well, Land Rovers. To, uh, you, like, people that bring them in, old Land Rovers, as they did. When did they bring them in? The middle of the night? Or, um, uh... Generally through the day. Oh, OK. Generally I'm speaking. Joking. Generally yeah, yeah. speaking. Right. And so, did you, did you think it was a burglar or something? You thought it was... No, I, I, I didn't know what it was. I just knew it shouldn't have been there. I, I remember it dead vividly. I just froze up. I was stood staring at it and the dogs barked and ran. And as soon as the dogs ran, it just went... And it was Do gone. you think it could have been... I'm just playing devil's advocate. Of course. Those people are going to ask these questions. People... There is not people, believers out there. They're narrow-minded. Very narrow-minded Very narrow-minded. It, could it have been someone, you know, looking through a window in the shadow of someone? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's never impossible. It's never There's impossible. There's always a possibility. But did you have a sense that it might be the undead? I, I was frightened straight away. I sort of just froze and didn't know what to do and then ran away crying. And the doggy and the... Crying? I did cry. How old were you again? Ten. Ten. Yeah. Too old to be crying over the no, shadow. No, not really, not really. All right, well, that was Danny. That was very, very good. Did Thank you, you very much. And that gave you a belief in the supernatural at that moment. It did, it did. OK. From the, re from the real supernatural to the even realer <laughs> in an anecdote about TV's psychic... Sally yeah. Morgan. Yeah. Would you please regale us? <laughs> so what it is, right? My my dad my dad passed away yeah. when I was five, right? Yeah, okay. he, he took his own life. And I've in the past I've been We've taken a turn we for the macabre. We've talked crazy. Sorry. Thing. People let me just say, Gary, people put on this podcast with a little bit of the light. <laughs> no but this, this, is the, this is the reason why. So, yeah, sorry. a couple of times when I've been walking, I, I've, I'm sure that I've seen my dad on the other side All of the right, road. All right, here we go. Yeah. And that's a comfort. Yeah, too, yeah. yeah. So, um, growing up, me, me partner, her mum's a massive fan of Psychic Sally, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to give it a go. I've, I think I've seen my dad before on the street. Right. I'm going to go. And my dad was a roofer by trade. Right. So, there was this bit in the show where Sally's uh, got someone coming to her, talking to her, and they were saying, you know, They've got a ladder and they were on a roof and they fell off the roof. So I was like, oh, this could be my dad. Right. And then some woman stood there with a hand up screaming, it's oh, me, God. it's me. That you wanted to push her off. Ex exactly. Yeah, yeah. And Sally goes, what about what I'm saying is talking to you? What makes you think this is the person for you? What makes you think that I'm talking to you, my darling? <laughs> what is it, my darling? Oh, no, his head is all smashed in, my darling. It's all smashed. Yeah, I feel, like I'm back. I feel like I'm back there again. Yeah, go on. And and the woman stood up and said, with all her might, she went, it's it's my husband. And she went, well, how's it your husband? And she went, because he had a ladder. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> that was it. I was like, you can get fucked. So did you have a quiet word with your dad and say, can you make yourself a little more knowledge in the future? Uh, I've I got was, a fucking ladder. I was getting excited and as soon as he said it, I've got a ladder and I just got off. That I couldn't really handle it. That would have put me off. Uh, really I couldn't would. handle it. I couldn't handle it. Okay, well, thank you very much. No problem. And do you, you are a believer then? I am a believer, yes. Right, okay. Thank you very much, Danny and Gary from the What's Happening, Happening Podcast. Yes. We'll see you very soon. I will be on it. I will, hopefully I'll be on it soon. All right, thank you. Thank you. Can I just say about Psychic Sally? Yeah. And it, this is not in relation to what I read out earlier, saying there are no good psychics. Psychic Sally is one of the premier clairvoyant medium psychics in this country. Yeah. All right? Well, the others keep popping off, don't they? We've lost a Cora. 
We've lost, we've lost uh, Fry, Colin Fry. Fry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've lost Colin Six Sense Fry. Mystic Meg. Um, uh, Mystic Meg Matthews. Um, Psychic Sally Morgan is still with us, and we've lost Derek Two Bit Acora. They've gone. Yeah. So, but Psychic, I just, the only thing I, and I, this is just my opinion about Psychic Sally, and I alluded to in that interview, what she does, she does that thing where people, and I never do this in readings, where people say, oh, I'm trying to get hold of my son, and he was taken from his two, and, and Sally goes, oh, my darling, I'm, I'm seeing a car, Grace, hitting him on that, I'm seeing all his heads all mashed up, oh my, my darling. God. Oh, his, all his eyes hanging out, my darling. His head's come off. Is that him? Yeah, yes, Sally, yes. It's totally him. That's what she does. Oh, my darling, he's clipped the side of the car. He's gone into the central reservation. It's so horrible. Anyway, but I'm like, Sally, you're very, very good, Sally. Please yeah, don't. Well, well done. We well don't done want... with that. Well done with that. <laughs> now, look, listen, we're going to call it a day for this. For oh, this God, week. what an image. I go. Yeah, it's terrible, right, isn't it? But yeah. that's what she does. She gets right down to the nitty gritty of oh, the thing. Gosh, yeah. I don't think that's a comfort. It's a horror show. <laughs> what are you going to be doing now? I'm going to go. I'm just going to go and be quiet for a bit and try to get my mind back in a happy, fuzzy, pink place. When uh, when Linda leaves her, it's always a, it's very quiet here on my oh. own. It's a sad when she goes, what are you going to do? Are you going to go home and do dancing or uh, so what Emilio, in seeing him? Well, I might see Emilio. Yeah. I might see him this weekend, actually. Oh. But I'm just trying to keep him on his toes. I don't want to be too keen. Right. You know, even though we all know it's been a long time. What does he make of your cha-cha-chas? He's very fond of my cha cha oh, The American smooth. We've done that, Joe. We won't do that one again. Right, okay. Yeah. When you're off together, does he stand up and go, Linda, ten points! <laughs> Seven! Seven! No, because he doesn't know that stuff. That's all quite a... Re- well, that's of That's quite an old-fashioned reference now. He's too stylish for well, that. Also, he's only in his early 30s. <gasps> yeah, so Christ. I'm having to explain... Not only, you know, he's not from round it, but no. also I'm having to explain a lot of references. You know, he, don't, he wouldn't know who Orville was. He'd be listening to this going, that's right. what is this, Orville? What that's is this? It, that's and it. I'd have to he tell him, know. and he goes, oh, Linda, you're so funny. Yeah. That's what I like about yeah. him, you see. It's all new to oh, him. Oh, you're so skiffle. Yeah. Um, skiffle. What is this skiffle? <laughs> skiffle, you know, hula hoop. Oh, roller skating oh, like yeah. you used to do. And do you know what he also says? What is this you have in the corner? Because he's, you know, he's a download man. He's a download man. Yeah. So I've got loads of CDs, and I say that's a CD. What is this CD? And I'd say it's a, it's a compact disc. And do you know what he said? It's so funny. Go on. A compass stick. A compass stick. <laughs> That's lovely. It I'm not going to correct him. I find it quite fun. Oh, well. Anyway, so yeah, probably a bit of that this weekend. That's nice. As you can hear, I'm winding up now, Linda. <laughs> winding up. Good luck with Emilio. Oh, thanks. Uh, try not to put him off with some of your cultural references: parachute, silk, rationing, uh, three-day week, <laughs> powdered eggs, right, powdered eggs. That's what I've got now. Hitler. My age. <laughs> Brilliant. That was a powdered egg joke. Ladies and gentlemen, we've all had a lot of fun. Let's not spoil it. Until next time, Linda, namaste. Adios. Well, we come to the end of another blistering episode. 
My thanks as ever to Linda Pollock, Amanda Abington, Claire, Kevin and Alan, and everyone from Paranormal Research York. Thank you. well as Gary and Danny from What's Happening Podcast and Glow for this new final spooky track. Now, please don't forget to go to wegottickets.com to come and see our live recording of this very podcast at the 100 Club in London, Sunday the 25th of June. Look up Clinton Baptiste Sunday Seance. A lot of fun and a chance to hear yourself on this very podcast. Namaste. She eats 40 sausages in one sitting. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, right. Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, uh, all the old back catalogue, and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fady nail.